Welcome to the Planet Talk podcast. We are your hosts, Gerald Trinidad and Vienna Ortiz. This podcast is your favorite place to talk all things planners and planner-related conversation. By listening to Planner Talk, you'll get practical and actionable strategies for planning while paired with conversations about hot topics in the planner community, interviews with shop owners and influencers, and tips on business and following your passion. This podcast will always give you the dose of good conversation, practicality, realness, and motivation you need to be your best self. All right, welcome back to part two. I know you've been waiting a little while now for this. So we're going to talk more about content and Instagram for business. And so let's jump right back in. So let's talk about deciding on the specific content you want to post and what day you will post that specific content, like how you plan out your Instagram. And so how do you plan it out? Um, I sit down and do a legit brainstorming session for content planning. Like if I'm in the flow, I will like be obsessed with it. (laughs) Um, Sometimes I'm not in the flow though. So that that's, uh, that's a little bit like pulling teeth, but if you sit down and you're thinking about what you want to plan, it should all just kind of start. You have to start and then it'll start coming to you. So when I sit down, I think of like a topic, let's say I want to share something on productivity and um, I'm like, okay, I want to share this tip on productivity. Now, the cool thing about what I, or I should say the cool thing about content planning is you can drag that out as far as you can. So if I'm going to talk about, again, if I'm going to talk about productivity, then I'm going to find something within productivity to talk about. And then within that, I'm going to try to break that down even further and really expand my content as much as I can to try to get as, as many posts as I can or as much value as I can out of that topic. Um, so that's just kind of like a tip, you know, as far as planning it and deciding on the content. Um, and we have some examples though, because you can talk about anything when it comes to content. Um, but some examples are like expert advice, um, story times, fun facts, like what inspires you, product highlights, tips, quotes, and personal stories. You're so good because I don't, <laughs> be, when it comes to my own content and I need to be better about it, I'll be completely honest. Um, I don't plan it out like that. I just, because for me, it's like my creative mind is just like kind of everywhere, but not like, I'll know if I'm going to create some cards, but I'll be honest, like I'll wake up one day and I decide I'm not going to make a card. I want to make a 12 by 12 layout and that's what's going to come out first. So depending on like, like for me, my content is very project based. So if you don't see me posting for a few days, it's because I've been legit been working on something. And I think my audience knows that. Um, and I'm, I'm kind of a slow crafter too. (laughs) So it's like, I take my time. I used to, to craft very quickly. Um, but I didn't really fall in love with what I I was making or creating and that didn't really fill my cup. So now I think if I scheduled it, like what you do, right. Productivity will come out on Wednesday, on Friday, I'll have some, if I had a schedule like that, 
sometimes I feel like it's almost par- for me paralyzing in a way where like oh man I really have to make these cards or I have to do this or I have to I mean yes I it's kind of like that with like you know my design team and working with other brands it's like I have to but that's a commit it's totally different you know what I mean because it's not for me which kind of sounds reverse right like you want to do better for other people but not for yourself like why why do I I just realized that (laughs) like why and I'm I think my creative minds out there would probably agree like we talked about this on the live not too long ago like are you the person that plans their outfit the night before Mm -hmm. or are you I'm not for sure I am I'm the person (laughs) you are right yeah Absolutely not. I'm more like, well, the next day, I'm not going to feel like wearing that. So, so let me just, I mean, I could plan it. It'll be out, but I can guarantee you I'll wake up and be like, nope, that's not what I want today. Uh, my husband's very much like you in a way where he plans it out and he sticks to it. Yeah. So that's major discipline right there. Well, what's funny is I, I know it is, but I actually oftentimes don't stick to it even like all the time because I like to make sure I'm weaving in spontaneous ideas too because I also suffer from like being committed to like that specific thing um I think what what scheduling out and like creating the content does though is it kind of gives you that peace of mind of like hey if I don't want to or I don't feel like creating today I have this as a backup and that's why I like to do it because I'm like, okay, I have all of this set and ready to go. But then I wake up one day and I'm like, oh, I want to share this quote or I have this idea. Then I will just put it in place of what I was going to do. And then now I just have more content for later and it's still my best work, but now I just have more, you know? Um, But I get it's different for like every type of thing you're sharing. So like for me, I'm just sharing like tips and I'm sharing pictures of my planner and things like that, but you're sharing actual product um, projects that you're making. And so you have to be like inspired to make that product. And that's a little bit different. I don't know how much you can really plan for that because it's very like, it's very like, Ooh, this is sparking my creativity today. Yeah. Um, so definitely leave some room for that. And it just kind of depends on what you're sharing too, to kind of like tailor it. Yeah. I mean, I would say, I think what would help my case mm-hmm. <laughs> is like, if I created, if I have a super crafty day, one day, I can have a few different projects done. Right. That way, that's kind of a way of, that's batch creating really. Yes. Right. Um, so for a creative, that batch creating means creating a bunch of projects all at once and then take a bunch of pictures all at once. And then, yes. so I tend to get overwhelmed by that, but I also know that when I do do it, I'm a lot more, number one, I'm a lot more productive. I craft a lot faster <laughs> and days that I don't want to post, um, I have something and yes. that always feels good. Now I have a question for you. Yeah. How far in advance do you plan your content out? So yeah, I got to be inspired for sure. Like I got to be like, okay, like I'm having all these ideas. I'm going to sit down and write them down and get, you know, 
and get this all down. And I'll mostly do it like maybe like seven days in advance, which is not too much. Um, but about a week ahead, I'll have, you know, the grid ready to go on Planoly. Um, now I fall off the wagon sometimes and I just end up not posting and, um, you know, I have to pick back up, but for the most part, it's like seven days when I was doing planneratic box, I was like, maybe like two weeks ahead because it was not something that I wanted to like focus on all the time, yeah. had other things to do. Um, so if you're running a business, um, specifically with products, I think that two weeks ahead is like a nice, um, little buffer zone, I think. I thought you were going to say a whole month out. I was ready for that answer. No, that's a little bit too much overcommitment for me, I think. But like I said, I do leave a lot of room for spontaneous ideas, which I think is important. Like, yeah, you know, when you just come up with something, you're like, yes, this is going first. So yeah, I think a week ahead, that's actually good. I think I might, I ideally in a perfect world, if I manage my time, so right <laughs> right at a hundred percent what I want and nothing else have everything I planned out happened I would love to be three weeks out mm. I would mm -hmm. love to be three weeks out now <laughs> will it happen <laughs> um, so what's March is going to be by the time you hear this it'll probably be well into March. March yeah right so I want to try. I'm going to try. I'm yeah, try. update us when we do our episode recap how that worked. Yes. Out. Yes. I will try for a whole week, like have it planned out for a week. That means I need to knock out some projects. <laughs> well, yeah. And that's the awesome thing about like batch creating, right? Because I mean, you sit down and you do focused work for a certain amount of time. Yeah. And this is especially useful for people who are not able to find time on their day-to-day. -day. Like I had a person say, or ask a question, like, how do I do this with two toddlers? Like, I get it. Like I have a toddler, um, but it's really just, Hey, on Sundays, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to batch create all this content, take all these pictures. And then either that same day or the next day, I'm going to work on captions. I'm going to work on editing. And then hopefully you can get all that scheduled in, but batch creating is super useful for someone who's busy, like, or just doesn't have time every day to do it. Cause you will not like, if <laughs> you will not do it every single day, Yeah. if sure. you, I mean, you, you can, but it's going to be harder. It's going to, I mean, it's a like a job life. really. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you <laughs> want it to be like, it's like a job? So for, for those of you that are trying to grow and are growing and are, you know, I mean, props to you. We get it we get it you're not alone it's there's mm -hmm. a struggle of like do I post this do I post that when do I do this is this the right thing um you, you know and it, yeah I mean we're talking yeah we're talking about this in a real serious manner like there's some I mean granted there's people out there that are like hey you know what I just post whenever I want whatever I want and and I get that too um I think we're t looking at this more from a um like if you're running a shop or business, or if you're mm -hmm. truly trying to grow your account, and this is something that you really need help with, then it, it does kind of come from a more serious manner. But also remember to have fun with it too, yes, because totally. then you're not going to want to do it anymore. Trust me. I mean, I do feel <laughs> like, you know, when you're posting anything online, you obviously 
wants some kind of attention, right? Yeah. And you want your work to pay off. And it would be cool to post something, get over a hundred likes. I mean, you know, and get all these comments. And that's basically what we're trying to help you get at to get all that interaction, to get all that growth. Um, but if you're just posting for fun, you're all good. Yeah, you're all good. Cause let's just be real. If we didn't want interaction, we would just like keep the photo on our phone <laughs> and just have it there. You know what I mean? Like we're posting it for like, share. I know exactly. So, so yes. Um, another thing that you're going to want to do though, is keep yourself accountable. And that ties hand in hand with like you making your schedule, you deciding when you're going to post what you're going to post, but also setting mini goals for yourself. Um, like me and Jared, were saying, you can have a goal of, Hey, I'm going to try this for a week. I'm going to try this for three weeks. And that's going to be my goal. And once you get the hang of it, you're not going to need to set those goals as often, but starting out with mini goals, like I'm just going to batch create, or I'm just going to take all these pictures today. That's my goal for today. Take a bunch of pictures. My goal for tomorrow is to edit all these pictures. My goal for the next day is to come up with all my captions. And that's what, you know, scheduling, using your planner and using your planner to schedule things out is going to help you with, right? Yeah. So that's one way to go about it. Um, and reward yourself. <laughs> yes, reward yourself. Definitely reward yourself because it's a lot, you know, trying to come out with the project, come out with the photos, editing the photo, um, you know, writing the right captions, finding the right hashtags, and then engaging with other people it's it's a lot so yes when you reach that goal definitely you deserve it pat yourself on the back and you know I mean set realistic goals you know not too easy and not too hard because otherwise we'd have a planner every week right <laughs> or something you know a whole new you know stick washi sticker or whatever just just something reasonable yes. you know realistically absolutely <laughs> So we hope that that helped you with content planning and answered most of your questions. If you have anything further that we didn't touch on, let us know and we'll talk about it in our episode recap. All right. So let's talk about Instagram for business because a lot of us on Instagram actually want to become something, somebody, you know, grow beyond whatever is out there. Uh, I know it's not all of us, but I know a good majority of us want to do something with the audience and community that we have grown. And some of us want to know how, right? The how to get there. Like you can say you want over a hundred thousand followers and you want to be a verified account, but what, what's it going to take? And we do have some great tips that we want to share with you, uh, which is more, We've given you already great tips for engagement and um, content planning, but let's take it even further. Yeah, we're going to take it like five steps further at least um, yeah. and um, hopefully give you some really good tips for, you know, either running your business through Instagram or if you're just trying to run your Instagram like a business, but you're not actually selling anything. Um, so things like that. So when we asked why you guys were trying to grow your Instagram, a lot of the answers were saying so that I can later in the future sell something. Um, so that was really interesting. They're actually, you know, mm -hmm. thinking ahead, trying to 
get ahead of the curve. And one of the main concerns was, should your business and personal stuff be all in one profile? Oh, man. <laughs> We've had this conversation before, like, like in private. <laughs> so many times, because I struggle with that. Oh, I have struggled, should I say, a lot with that. And I don't know. I, I, I really want people to know what you've told me. So, because that okay. helps. Well, I've learned from my past mistakes, I think, with this one. And it, sometimes it still trips me up a little bit. But basically what I told Jaredell was you do not want to split your audience. And this is just my opinion, of course. But I don't necessarily think you need to split your audience um, to begin with. A lot of people are there for you. And so they're there for whatever you're trying to sell as well. You don't need to like be two different people. Um, this is something that I have made mistakes with in the past. And I think moving forward, we're, we're getting into like this environment where people are now being so authentic with their businesses and showing behind the scenes and really that struggle and that hustle and what it means. And I think that's really inspiring. So I would say you can keep it all on one profile and have like just your business profile, just for like products, right? Um, if you wanted to, it's kind of a toss up because um, <laughs> it becomes, hey, do I post here? Do I post here with this content? Um, and it's really about what your brand looks like. Um, but I've told Jaredell in the past for her specifically, she doesn't want to split her, her customer base because those people are there for her and they'll buy from you there, right? Yeah. No, totally. I, once you told me that about splitting the audience, I was like, yeah, I don't want to split it <laughs> because we work so hard to get this, you know, this amount of like this community, right? We we're building it. I'm building it. Right. Um, as many of you know, like I used to have a previous Instagram account and I completely um, deleted it because anyway, that's a whole other topic. But now I'm on this one and trying to rebuild. It's a lot. If you're trying to build on Instagram, it, it's especially now, back then, it was a lot easier. But now that there are other platforms and people are going into TikTok or YouTube or other places, um, it's gotten a little bit more difficult to, to grow. So the idea of splitting my audience for them to go follow two accounts where they're essentially both me. Um, I just, that made me decide like, no, I'm just going to keep it all in one. And it made me think about, and this is going to be kind of funny. I don't know. Um, but I thought about Rachel Ray, <laughs> how she has her pots and pans, right? She has her show. She has her cooking show. She has, but it's all in one. She's Rachel Ray. She likes all all the things and she sells all the things um like kelly clarkson she has her own show but she's also a singer and she's also like so there's so many i, I mean it just depends how you want to to brand yourself now if you want a completely different name of a brand um and you want it to be like you know i, I can't think of a brand um on top of my head but if you want to do it that way you totally can but as I'm seeing right now, a lot of people are 
kind of almost obsessed with seeing the behind the scenes, who's behind the brand, how did it start, how, what are they doing, who is, who is this person that I would be essentially buying from, because really, and people, shop owners out there, when you sell something, it's almost a little part of your heart goes with every order, right? So it just depends on the type of brand that you're trying to sell, but really the best brand to sell is yourself because that's the brand that you would know best and you would know how to be. Now, if you're trying to be like the next Chanel or Louis Vuitton, then that's a whole like other thing. But I think if you're trying to start small and grow it, um, and you want to grow a personal brand, definitely keep it on the same account and just have different, um, what do you call them? Highlights. Have different highlights where you have like a highlight for shop or new release or, you know, projects or collabs, like podcasts, like all these different highlights and people can get to know you more um, on your personal account and, you know, you'll feel more like almost like you're their friend because they feel like, oh my gosh, I know her. I'm buying from her. I'm supporting her and her family as opposed to, oh, I bought it from Target kind of thing, if that makes sense. So sorry, I kind of went off on that, but I just feel like, yeah, that's that's why I decided finally to just keep keep it all in one. And I will also say just an extra tip is, to have the same name all across social media. If you're going to start something, it's so much easier to have the same name all across, including your domain name. Like I'm Gerald Trinidad all across social media because one, it's easier. And two, it's easier for other people to find you. They don't have to be like, oh, what's her shop name again? What's this or what's that? Like you, the easier you can make it on people, the better. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. That was a lot. <laughs> no, that made a lot of sense. Like, so good. <laughs> so good. Um, you know, side tip, if you did want to have, like, just a product page, like kind of like I do kind of recommend maybe you know how you can basically shop from Instagram which is what we'll talk about a little bit later here if you wanted to have that and have like a separate page for just that then when you're um when you're sending out like I don't know your thank you cards or something put both put put your personal and put you know, your shop one so they can just see product if that's something that you're interested in because you just don't feel comfortable posting like all your product on your page. Because I know, I mean, we're kind of like, like I said, we're going into this really detailed, but I think people get really confused as to, hey, I don't want to push my product so much on my personal page. So it's just easier for me to push my product on a page that is dedicated to my business. People aren't going to get mad at that. 
well, here's what I have to say. You're going to have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable in that situation yes. because you're, you need to push your product in the best way that you can without being pushy. And that just means being authentic. And so when you find that, you know, that nice little crossover point, I think it'll be great for you. Um, it's just kind of feeling a little uncomfortable with selling your stuff, but that's okay. Totally right. Um, <laughs> whoa. That says life begins at the end of your comfort zone. I forget who said it. And if you know, I'm so sorry, but it is a quote. It's not from me, but it's so true. You kind of have to get used to getting uncomfortable. Um, and especially on social media, there's going to be a lot of uncomfortable moments, but you can look back and learn from them. I've definitely learned from a lot of uncomfortable social media situations. Um, but yeah, totally right. Now, another thing that once you figure out which profile you're going to do this on, you have to write a killer bio, right? That's the first thing that people see. And I feel like I, after reading that, <laughs> I feel like I need to retweet my bio, right? Um, but what consists of a killer bio? What do you think? I think a killer bio, um, it just gets the point across to the customer or the follower, whatever you want to call it, you know, what you do and why you do it. You know, who are you really? And I know that sounds like duh, but it's like an elevator pitch. You know, you're in the elevator with somebody and they're like, who are you in 10 words? Like, whoa, okay, <laughs> let me think about that for a minute. That's but in intense. reality, it's really intense, but it comes down to like, that person is gonna see that when they get on your Instagram and they're gonna be like, do I want to explore this page more? Or am I done You just based off of what I'm seeing here? And so I would say, just think of who you are in 10 words. What do you want people to know about you? Um, how can you sell yourself in an elevator? and try to write you know, your bio based on that. And then within your bio, you can utilize the links. Um, and there's so many cool ways to do that now. It's crazy. Before it was just like, you had this one link and it was like, wait, but I do this and this and this, and I wanna share this. And you couldn't, it was one thing that you were able to put there. And now they have apps like Campsite. And I know there's more where you can, link or I think link tree and you can click on it and then you have like your own uh, standing almost like page where you can have a bunch of other links and you guys utilize that because it's so important like if you have a business I think yeah I mean there's other ways to do this too like if you had like your own domain and you just you know if you know if you're familiar with building websites and stuff you can make like you know have your website and make it so people can just click to where they need to go. Um, you don't have to utilize those things. I personally use Linktree um, because it's so easy. I just plug in the link right there. I tell people to look at my bio, it's all made and it's super easy. And you can actually see, I think how many people have clicked on the link too. So it's super useful. Um, campsite was the other one you said. I think there's like links and bio is another one, but links with an X, right? I think, I think. Um, 
But yeah, look that up and it'll be super helpful to you because if you ever wonder like, how do they do this? Um, those sites, campsite, link in bio, no, yeah, links in bio and Linktree. Those are the three that I know of um, on top of my head. Yes, perfect. Um, so the other thing you can do is build a dedicated community. Um, there's so many people out there that are like, hey, I want more followers. I want more people in my community, but you guys need to take care of the ones that you already have and keep those people engaged um, because that is not only gonna you know, keep those people happy and keep them there, but it, you will eventually get more people in. People will be sharing it. People will be, you know, by nature, finding you because you're putting so much effort into the people you already have. So I think that mindset shift of how can I build my, I don't know, a hundred people that are following me right now, how can I make them happy? How can I serve them and keep them coming back for more? And then I promise you it'll snowball. And you know, that's how you're going to get more people into your community. You know what works too, your small community, because they're there for you, um, you just ask, you just say, hey, can you share? I'm trying to reach. They'll share, trust me, they'll share. How many people or how many Insta stories you've seen out there? Hey, help this girl get to 10,000. She's almost there. And we share, like, that's how you grow. You, And I mean, why won't they share? Some will, but some won't. And that's okay. Take the ones that will and you'll grow that way too. On top of all the other things that you're doing, you're going to get there for sure. So are you familiar with the shop straight from Instagram option? Because I know a little bit about it. I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory, but um, that's a great option. That's why I say sometimes have like a separate Instagram for just your products because it's like an awesome thing to use. I know there's ways to shop straight from Instagram. I've never done it personally. I feel like that that's new um, on Instagram. It's like March 20, well, it will be March, 2021. And that's a new, newer thing. I see it on like, um, when I log in, there's like a thing that says like shop straight from Instagram. I've never tried it though. So, but I think with Shopify, you can link your Instagram account to your actual website and people can actually shop straight from, that's crazy. Like that's a game changer. Yeah, it's super cool. Like there's a little tag thing that pops up on each product and it shows how much it is. And then you can click on it and I think it'll take you to a cart or it'll take you straight to that um, item to shop for it. So look into that, you know, YouTube it, figure that out because if you have a product page, if you have a business page just for products, um, that's gonna cut out a lot of the middle way for your people, right? So try that out. Yeah, for sure. And like, you know, when you're selling things, I see people just pushing product, pushing product, pushing products, and not really tell us what the product does or demonstrate what, you know, what they can do with the product or, you know, have like, give us some value. Like, why is your product so great? Why should we or why should I? buy from you what what is so special about it you need to tell your your community on instagram why your product is so valuable and if you haven't done a sale yet you're like how am i going to show that nobody else is sharing you can also um 
you can also reach out to people to, hey, would you mind trying this out and tell me what you think? And a lot of people would be willing to do it and actually even share on Instagram. And you can utilize that to share with others like, hey, so-and-so used my products and that's how they used it. And that way, number, I mean, the first thing is, number one is it would be a valuable product, number one, like we would be able to see what's so cool about it. Number two, it's like somebody else is using it in a way that you probably didn't even think of using. So really um, make your products valuable and show why we should buy them. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think that also, that was so good. And I think that also goes back to like why people have PR teams and design teams is because they want to add value to what they're doing. Um, And the product is now being used by someone else and then they get to repurpose that and show that on their feed. Um, And so if you have a business, consider a PR team, consider a design team, consider people, if you can't do it yourself because you're so busy, who can use your products and then share it. Um, And so they can see how great it is. Um, But like Jaredel said, if you are using your product and you are showing how valuable it is, that's really powerful. Um, And depending on what you're selling and what type of business you have, um, try to help people where their pain points are. It doesn't have to be just your product. It can be something related to your customers and what they're struggling with. you know, it depends, of course, on what you're selling. Sometimes you're just selling something like that doesn't, they don't have a pain point. They're just, you're just selling it, you know, and it's just something that they want to have. But if your customer has a question, if they're struggling with something, help them, you know, give them that valuable information along with your product. And it's going to be, you know, it's going to mean so much more to your customer that way. I mean, I feel like sometimes people miss the mark where when you're providing value, you can actually upsell that's your that's that's like a way for you to upsell your product like hey I use this in conjunction with this they go so well together Mm -hmm. and like don't don't forget to upsell your own product it's not like oh I just have washi even if you just sell washi you can upsell with like you know oh this washi looks good with this other washi that I have or it would look great with the sticker kit it matches the sticker kit like don't miss the mark where you can upsell your own items and people want matchy matchy. So this is an opportunity for you to not only show what products you have, but why should they have them and how to utilize them. So you're, you're showing value and you're showing more of your products. It's a win-win for both you and your potential customers. Yes. So good. <laughs> um, Okay, so we're going to touch a little bit on Instagram ads. This is like an entire world. So if you need to get more insights on this, again, check out YouTube, you know, find a podcast that talks about it, but and go into detail, but you can use Instagram, Instagram ads when necessary. And the gist is you connect it to like a Facebook page and Facebook will, the platform of Facebook will like charge you um, for how long you're going to run your Instagram ad for and how much it's going to cost you. And then you can look at those insights and see, you know, how much engagement you're getting on that Instagram ad. And I I mean, I, there's some crazy statistics 
about how many people, I don't have them right in front of me, but how many people buy from Instagram daily? They're just like buying things that show up on their feed and it's crazy. They, they do click on, you know, your stuff and they, they go to your, your business page. Um, and I think that if you are running a business on Instagram, try the ads, see how they work out um, and see if it, you know, makes your business reach more people, you know? I mean, Instagram ads are really good. If you're going to launch a big product and you want more eyes um, on the product, I would definitely um, advise you to try and do it. That's a great tip because you can actually um, narrow down the audience, like where you want it, where you want it to be pushed out. So if you're going to do Instagram ads, you can actually... um, pinpoint exactly what audience you want it to go to. So where it is, the radius, how long you want your ad to run for. Um, It would be very useful if you're doing like a big launch or something. I would definitely utilize that. I have utilized it on Facebook in the past and it, it it does work. It'll bring in brand new, you know, some people are brand new to the, to the community that they don't even know about planners, that if you're selling a planner or like planner supplies, I'll be like, oh, wow, I, I didn't know. Like you can even pinpoint the age, the age group of where- And you can even put planner, like if they're interested, yeah. they're, what they're interested in and you put planners and then it goes to those people. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. So, and I think you, it depends on how much or how many, how much of a reach you want to have. Um, the pricing depends on that. How long and like how many people you want to reach. I do see other people's sponsors posts. And I I mean, especially on stories, I feel like people will definitely see it. Yeah, I, I know that there's some people out there that are like, no, I don't really need that. You know, it's fine. And that's great. But if you're struggling to get in front of an audience, give it a go. Um, so great tips. Um, Okay, so we talked a little bit about utilizing hashtags already, so we're not going to go into detail with that really at all. Um, That's in part one, but um, try to get your customers to follow a specific hashtag for your business when it comes to business. So when you send out your thank you cards or your product, whatever it is, put a hashtag there that they can then use, and then you're going to want to share that with your people so that they can see how they're using the product or, you know, just be part of that community by using that hashtag. Um, That seems to always bring more customers and more engagement. But that's so smart about hashtags, like creating your own hashtag just for your shop. Like that's super smart because then as a shop owner or as a business owner, you can look back and it's like only your specific business and it's all on there. You can repost them on stories. Um, you can reshare them. And that's what makes it a community. It's so great. I, that's, that's really smart. That's super smart. Let's talk about setting goals for growth, engagement, and insights. So we kind of talked about that a little bit earlier to set goals about growth, you know, growing your, your account and engagement. So it's basically the same thing. Um, but I think really utilizing your insights would be huge especially for a business, because then you know who your audience is, like you can see where they're from, who they are, what age, uh, what time they're 
active on Instagram. And I mean, that's super important to run your business because essentially these are your potential customers. Yes, setting. Yes, exactly. Um, Use your insights, set goals for your growth. Um, It's really important if you're at 200 followers and by the next month you want to be at 300, set that goal there and just aim to get to 300. If you fall short, that's fine. And you may just surpass that. But at least you now have somewhere to go and you're going to see how, you know, how easily you're growing or not growing based off of the goals that you're setting. Um, And then set goals for engagement. So that's going right back into your insights and seeing how many people are engaging with your posts, um, how many people are sharing, how many people are saving. And if it's not working out, then you need to tweak something a little bit and just keep tweaking until you find that perfect formula for your business. So that kind of covers most of that for like growing Instagram for business and kind of how to move forward with that. But, you know, we talked about taking good pictures and making reels and stuff in part one. Um, Do your research, make sure you have great lighting and you're making the best reels for your business. Um, And that pretty much covers, you know, the content planning and Instagram for business portion, I think. I hope you guys enjoyed this two-part episode on Instagram. It was a lot of fun to talk about. I know we gave you a lot of of information. If you have any other tips that you'd like to share with us, please let us know on Instagram at Planet Talk Podcast. We'd love to talk to you on there. Thank you so much for listening, and we will talk to you in the next episode.